Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the football cast. Today is going to be me and co-host Oscar. Hello. And we're going to be talking about this week in football, an episode for you guys. Now, in this episode, we will be talking about the Premier League and upcoming Champions League fixtures, this week's Champions League fixtures, and we will be answering and putting a new question up. So remember, if you do enjoy, continue listening. So we're going to get straight into it, Oscar. And I think we're going to start off with the with the uh, Champions League fixtures, we had a great week of fixtures. Obviously, obviously, an amazing win for Real Madrid. What was your favourite fixture? Yeah, it's got to be the PSG Real Madrid one. You know, f- um, for Real Madrid to come back in that manner with Benzema, what a what a what a player! You know, it was absolutely fantastic from them. And PSG seemed to crumble. I don't know what happened. I think it's a mindset issue. But after after they get a goal. They start thinking, oh, it's it's a win now. But no, it's not. You have to keep on till the end, till that final whistle blows. You aren't you you haven't won the game yet. And that is a real problem for PSG and something that really has to be fixed. And the next game that we're going to be talking about is Bayern Munich at FC Salzburg. Uh, a proper thumping with uh Lewandowski getting the fastest Champions League hat hat trick after 23 minutes. It was 7-1 to Bayern Munich, and that gave them a 8-2 win on aggregate. And in the first leg, I thought that Bayern Munich were really disappointing, really, with that 1-1 draw. Now, I'm starting to think I'm seeing the old Bayern Munich again who, who won the Champions League, and I think they could be real contenders. Yep, uh, an excellent win, of course, because, you know, we saw what happened in the first game, 1-1, we, we were thinking maybe, oh, an upset could be coming here. No, they've um, they've managed to um, uh, take apart FC Salzburg, really. Um, excellent performance from Lewandowski, of course, getting his hat-trick in 12 minutes. Just a superb player, two, penal- two of them being penalties. Um, they They just seem like the better side and... They seem like they want to win it, of course. And two goals for Muller, a goal for Sane and a goal for Nabry. So good all round for the attack. And Salzburg will be going out of the Champions League. Now, the next game, we saw a bit of, you know, boring game Inter and Liverpool. Now, obviously, Letaro Martinez with the winner in the 61st minute. But Alexis Sanchez, the ex-Arsenal man, getting sent off two minutes after. Any particular thoughts on that one? Yeah, um, you know, I thought it was ridiculous for Sanchez to get to get sent off in the 63rd minute when when his side needed a goal to give themselves a chance in the um, and to, to and to progress in the Champions League, and you know what a brilliant finish from Martinez, absolutely class. But I really found it quite disappointing how Liverpool didn't manage to extend their aggregate lead, especially at home. But they won't care because they are through to the Champions League quarterfinals. Yeah, that that does make a lot of sense, obviously. Um, Liverpool going through, spectacular win for them. And it's just down to what the draw can give them. I think it was a poor performance, really, from Liverpool, but they will take it. Obviously, the main focus was to get through. They've done that and they see off Inter Milan in the in this round of 16 of the Champions League. Now, we move on to Wednesday, our bet the best day of the Champions League this week. Manchester City versus Sporting, four draw. Now, obviously, this is a bit of a low, but it, then nothing happened in this game. 
Um, obviously, Jesus's goal was ruled out by VAR, but nothing really happening. Obviously, aggregate five nil, but really bad from Manchester City. You would expect a bit more quality from them. Now, big big game, Real Madrid versus Paris Saint Germain. I'll let you talk about this one for a first. Yeah, uh, I've already um, talked a little bit about it, but Benzema, absolutely brilliant. Really, uh, three scoring three goals in seventeen minutes, and as I was as I was saying, PSG's mentality has got to change, okay? Because Kylian Mbappe scores a, a really brilliant goal, and they go into the into the, into half time leading, but then so something seems to happen with their minds. Something switches, and something in their in in their minds seem to be saying, we we we're, we're brilliant individually but we can't play as a team. And that, and that that is true because they are a bunch of individuals. And don't get me wrong, they're, they're such a brilliant side. But until they start playing as a team, then I don't really see how they're ever going to win the Champions League. Yep, and that I think that's been summed up very, very well, of course. Um, they, they just seem to make so many silly mistakes that cost them the game. Um, the first, the uh, first goal coming... Um, from a poor Marquinhos pass, he passed it straight to Benzema. It's just they, they, they're not thinking straight. These world-class players can't manage to do something well. And today when they were playing, both um, Messi and Neymar were booed even when Neymar scored. So that's it's a sign that the fans are unhappy. They've got such a strong side, such a good amount of money, but they just can't convert that into wins, unfortunately. An outstanding performance from Kylian Mbappe, to be honest. Um, uh, some stunning goals that he scored were obviously ruled out by offside and all of that, but it's a shame um, that Mbappe doesn't get to progress further, but Real Madrid do progress, and obviously I did say that correctly, and I do stand with my decision. Real Madrid will probably be winning the Champions League this season. Yeah, that's quite a, a hefty prediction. I do still think that Manchester City will win it, even after that disappointing draw at the Etihad. But I want to talk a little bit about Kylian Mbappe. Now, I do think that he is the best player in the world. And I really do think that he has to move away from Paris Saint-Germain. Because as, as for the reasons I've, I've just I've said earlier in the episode, they until they get that mentality... I can't see them winning the Champions League. And I think that a world-class player like Mbappe should move on. He should go somewhere else away from France because, let's face it, the French League isn't brilliant. And so he has to move away where he can really become the best player in the world because until he proves that, he will struggle um, to prove himself. So I really do think he should move to a club like either, I don't know, Manchester City although it looks like they're going to get Haaland and, and, or Real Madrid, who really want him. Do you have anything to say? On, yeah, definitely. On... I think you summed it up really well there. Perfect signing for Real Madrid. Just what Real Madrid needs to replace Benzema. And he is, I think he's on his way to Real Madrid. I think terms probably have been agreed, even though it hasn't been released to the press. It's an amazing signing, really, because, you know, free at the end of the season, what could you go wrong with really um, with this signing? And it's an excellent, excellent chance for him to show his Ballon d'Or worthy quality, obviously. No one's going to win the Ballon d'Or apart from Messi and Ronaldo while they're still playing, but maybe he will be winning it in the next few years. Yeah, and now I think 
we are going to be moving on to, to look at the Champions League games, which are still to come. Uh, a Champions League game that I'd like to talk about is Manchester United against Atletico Madrid. Obviously, in the first leg, it, it was uh, 1-1, but Alanga with the equaliser. Now, I do think that after uh, Manchester United's Tottenham win, I do think that they... I, I just do, just because of that win and because of Ronaldo really turning up to that game and playing incredibly well, I, I, I just do think that Manchester United will have the edge over Atletico Madrid and I do think that they will progress. But I don't think that Manchester United will have the quality to go all the way in the tournament. Though, do you have anything on this game? Yeah, definitely. Um Obviously, you said about Ronaldo, he loves to play against Atletico Madrid. He he did um, score three against them uh, in uh, at Juventus. But um, I think Manchester United just don't have the quality. You, you saw Harry Maguire put the ball into his own net and, you know, just think that this player is going to try and get his team into a Champions League quarterfinal is very unrealistic. He's just such a clumsy defender and there's, they have no one else to play. And I think it's inevitable that Atletico Madrid are going to win this game and they are going to progress because Manchester United just don't have the quality to get through the Champions League knockout stages with a team like that. Yeah, uh, and I, I think we, we're moving on to the next Champions League match on um, Tuesday, which is Ajax versus Benfica, 2-2 in the first leg. Now, I, I do think Ajax just do have that quality over Benfica. Obviously, the second leg will be played at home, which will give Ajax a strong advantage. And I just do fancy them. Obviously, two clubs that maybe could be considered as as underdogs in this tournament. However, Ajax have been known to go to semi-finals and surprise some teams and, and hurt them. So I do think that Ajax could have the quality to reach the semi-final or even the final, you know, but uh, I just can't really see Benfica progressing any further, I'm afraid. Um, do, you, do you agree with me? Yeah, definitely. Um, Ajax, obviously, with two brilliant talents, uh, Anthony and Tadic, just so good and effective on the wings. And they just provide amazing service for Sebastian Haller in the middle. And it's just it just all works as a team. And I think this is what um, really helps them get through a lot of games, just them knowing where the players are going to be. Ten Hag, an amazing manager, I think. He definitely knows how to play in this competition. Obviously, getting knocked out by Tottenham was unfortunate. But if they could have made it to the final, that would have been brilliant for their club. Um, so I think don't rule out Benfica. They are a capable side. But I think Ajax's main dominant force, I would suggest, in this um, tie. Now, Wednesday's game. Obviously, we have some Premier League games and a cracker, which we will talk about in a second. But Juventus versus Villarreal is the first Champions League game. It's an interesting one, this, because 1-1 in the first leg, who will progress? Yeah, you know, uh, I just do fancy Juventus here. Obviously, Vlahovic is such an, an, an aspiring young talent. And I think he will really shine in this game. Obviously, they do have the home advantage. And, you know, in the first leg, it was it was quite tight and cagey, you know, I thought. But I just do fancy Juventus to get the better of, Vill uh, of Villarreal because 
I think that Juventus have so much quality that eventually I'm sure it will start showing on the pitch. Seems like a very accurate prediction to me. Um, Vlahovic, of course, an excellent player. And I think he's going to be the one that leads Juventus through the Champions League this season <laughs> and through Villarreal in particular. So wouldn't be surprised to see Juventus pick up a win there now. Um, anything else to add on Champions League or are we good to move on to Premier League? Maybe one more recap about Lille versus Chelsea. Now, I do expect Chelsea to run away with it um, now because they, in the first leg, they, they won 2-0 and I just do expect them to to get the better of Lille because they have so much quality and even with the Abramovich saga going on off the pitch, their quality is still showing on the pitch as we saw in the game against Newcastle in the Premier League and the game against Norwich, which we will get on to later. So I just do expect Chelsea to win and get to the quarterfinals. And I do think that half of the teams in the last eight of the Champions League will be English. Yeah, that does do Chelsea justice. Uh, very good side, of course. 2-0. Um, Away, what could go wrong, really? They've basically, it's basically a formality, this game. And I think it's Chelsea through to the next round, possibly. Now, uh, I think I'm going to talk uh, briefly about Arsenal versus Liverpool, which is coming up this Wednesday on the 16th of March. Obviously, a, a huge game for both clubs. Looking at the table, Liverpool must win to get close that gap on Manchester City. Obviously, playing as much games as Manchester City have, it's a really good chance for Liverpool to just gain some points. Maybe Manchester City can slip up against Liverpool. Arsenal, however, are slightly running away with it at top four. Three games in hand over Manchester United, one point over them. And then you have a look, one game in hand over Tottenham, six points in front of them and the and five between West Ham and Wolves. A great chance for Arsenal to extend their lead if they can pick up some points at the Emirates. Yeah, I'd agree with you. And I do think that if Arsenal do manage to beat them at the Emirates, I do think that they will not throw Champions League, um, the Champions League away. And I do expect them to finish fourth. Um, but, you know, I'm not expecting much as an Arsenal fan because, of course, they have so much quality and Liverpool have so much quality. And I just expect them to, to get the better of Arsenal here because they have some incredible players. Like Luis Diaz shined against Brighton with his, uh, especially his goal that I thought was great, showed a lot of bravery and their all-round team is is brilliant, and they all work as a team, and they're and they're such a strong side with a great manager. I do expect, even though Arsenal are on a five-game winning streak, I do expect them to slip up here at the Emirates. Do yeah, no doubt that? about that. I would say um, Liverpool just such a strong side these days, challenging for the title. I think, and they're just going to want to win more than anything today. Now. Um, a slightly smaller game. Also talking about top four, Brighton versus um, Tottenham Hotspur. It's our win game. Uh, this uh, game, obviously, we have, we're have we so inconsistent that we have a win-loss-win-loss uh, -loss, um, sort of uh, consistency, you could call it, as you can see. Win-loss-win-win-loss. Um, so inconsistent. Hopefully, we can pick up a three points. It would be so good for us if we do. Um, I believe, yeah, we go on to 49, which could potentially take us into sixth. 
Um, uh, obviously, we have two games in hand on West Ham and Wolverhampton Wanderers and Manchester United. So Europa League still could be in contention for, well, Tottenham Hotspur. And that's a shame to say because we were in pole position for top four a few weeks ago. Now we're not. Um, and it just shows a lack of quality, especially from the players in Tottenham Hotspur. Now, I think that's summarised for the um, upcoming week of Premier League. And I think we're going to talk about this week's Premier League now. Yeah, we are. And starting off with Brighton and Hover Albion against Liverpool. Now, a great win for Liverpool, a 2-0 um, win. Now, Brighton just can't really seem to score and they will keep slipping down the table if this continues because... They just don't score. That they, they create the chances, and but in the final third, they can't seem to finish and put that ball in the net. Currently 13th, um, I could definitely see them slipping behind Newcastle and even Brentford into 15th. Now, I don't see them as being relegation uh, candidates, of course, but I do think that it's a bit of a worry for them as they, as, as they just really just can't put that ball in the net now however at the top of the table Liverpool have just keep on winning really on 66 points three points behind Manchester City with the, played the same amount of games and on this form who can really stop um, Liverpool really because if they keep this up I do expect them to, to win the title because obviously they still have Manchester City to play and I just really sub-see Manchester City slipping points sometimes because obviously as we saw in the game against Spurs they can slip up against teams that you'd expect them to be and that's the reason that I just do think that they Manchester City will not win the title this year and it is a controversial because they are such a good side and they have such a good manager but I just do think that they might find themselves finishing second. Uh, what do you think on that matter? Yeah, that's um, a fair point, saying that Manchester City won't win the title. Play the same amount of games, but they're still three points away from each other. Three points is a big difference if you think about it. God, Manchester City have to lose a game and then Liverpool have to win. Manchester City don't lose. And so the only real way of Liverpool catching up to Manchester City is if Liverpool can beat them. Obviously, a better goal difference by three um, could work very well in Liverpool's favour. Um, very possible for Liverpool to just keep destroying teams week in, week out. Wouldn't be surprised if they do really take apart Arsenal um, because they just want the title and they're, they're just such a, a tactically good side. I think they'll be um, more than ready to be taking games away from other teams. So this is how it looks to shape up. I'd be really interested to hear what other people think, but I'm on the same page as you. Liverpool will win the Premier League title. Um, that I think that's enough for Liverpool versus Brighton. Now, I think we're going to skip on to Manchester United Tottenham because I want to do a bit more of an in-depth analysis on this. And uh, I think we're going to explain why Tottenham really failed to dominate in this game. Now, I think the main reason was we were just really poor um, in in some defensive areas. I think 
letting Ronaldo score three goals was just terrible. Um, he played obviously very well. Credit to him, excellent performance, brilliant first goal. And there's just no way. There's there's just it was inevitable that Manchester United were going to come away with three points here because Tottenham just looked so woeful at the back. So we had some great attacking opportunities, but we just couldn't take them. And that's that's where we really struggled, to be honest. If you have a look, penalty in an own goal is not a very convincing two goals. If if you've scored two from open play, maybe it's a, a sort of case of, oh, yeah, well, maybe they did deserve to win, but not at all um, in this game. So um, Manchester United obviously deserved the win. They've bounced back from the defeat in Manchester City. And Ronaldo looks ready to go for the Champions League. Great finish. Harry Maguire, obviously, very bad from him, as usual. And you have a look at the possession and the shots on target. Manchester United dominating shots on target. Um, Tottenham only just controlling possession, having more corners, way more sides, less fouls, more throw-ins. It just doesn't doesn't add up. And it it was a bitty performance. Some great chances, but just not taken. Yeah, and it's 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 a problem for Tottenham, really, because they are controlling possession, as you said, but they just are lacking in the shots and finishing off those chances that they do create. And I think if if that's not sorted, a little bit like Brighton, I think they will struggle, and I think they will struggle to get Champions League and Europa League maybe now. Um, so. You know, I think Conte needs to sort this out. He needs to tell the players that it's not enough to just create the chances and say, oh, well, it's fine because at least we created them. No, you have to finish them off or you won't get the three points. And that's the way it is because it's, it's, it's the, there's no other way that you're going to win a game if you do not finish off your chances. Yeah, that seems like summed up very well, obviously. Um, now we're going to move on um, to Sunday's two games and we saw... Some impressive results. Chelsea only just beating Newcastle. Do you think Kai Havertz's last-minute goal does this? Is this an effect from the Abramovich issue? No, I mean, you know, it might be, but who who knows what's going on inside their heads? But what I think happened is that Newcastle they have a lot of quality now after the Saudi takeover, and I think. Credit to them to go to Stamford Bridge, okay, and concede a quite a controversial goal in the last minute because, you know, arguably Kai Havertz should have been off. Um, he shouldn't have been on the pitch for that goal. But I think you'll you'll have something to say on that later. But I don't think is something that um, Chelsea should be worried about because, obviously, the Abramovich. Um, saga is happening off the pitch and I think that Chelsea just should just uh, focus on what's going on on the pitch yeah that's interesting because um, you know uh, it's a very controversial subject um, between on and off the pitch I do think it has had an effect on Chelsea because this is not the Chelsea we know Chelsea um, in Stamford Bridge in front of their own fans against Newcastle probably would be taking them out about three or four nil I just think it was it was it was one of those days where they feel like they don't want to play football for this club and I think is a knock on effect from the Abramovich um saga but I think I don't think they'll drop points but I think it will affect the club it will affect the players of course they're not allowed to leave they're not allowed to come in they're not allowed to 
got loaned out. So it's it's a it's a struggling period for those Chelsea players, and they look like they don't they they look like they're just a bit confused. No one knows what's happening. So I think give I think it's 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 a good opportunity for Chelsea to have some time to think. They've obviously benefited a lot from the Abramovich era. So this is going to be a knock on effect, and there's going to be new owners, and there is going to be a whole new era for Chelsea. Yeah, now moving on to the next game, which is Everton versus Wolverhampton Wanderers. Now, a real disappointment um, for Everton, obviously, losing at home. Obviously, Wolves are a very good side, but especially with that Watford win at Southampton, um, real danger for Everton to find themselves slipping into that relegation zone. And especially that uh, Kenny um, red card in the 78th minute. Obviously, Everton can't afford to be losing players on suspensions or injuries at, at this business end of the season. Obviously, because of the re- relegation um, fight is really heating up at the moment. And I think that is a real disappointment for them. And I think if they don't uh, come together and, and start acting as a unit, I think there is a real possibility that Everton could go down. Yeah, I think that, yeah, Losing play, it's just rash. Losing, losing your head in four minutes is just not the way to be playing um, at a professional football level. Obviously, red cards not not always the greatest for players. Um, and I think, yeah, what can you say? You know, it's their fault. They've let the team down, and you know, Everton. I don't think will go down, but I think they are in a dire need of a revamp. Obviously. It's not looking good for them. Obviously, a substantially better goal difference record, but it's really not good looking good for them at the moment. Level on points with the relegation zone. They just got. They've just got to hang on for now, and it, they've got to hope for the best, and they've got to hope for lucky results. Now, I think we're going to skip down again to the West Ham versus Aston Villa game. A heartwarming moment, moment when Yarmolenko did score. Obviously, um, his celebration towards the Ukrainian population. Um, but a good win for West Ham and Ramsey with the consolation goal ups West Ham hope of top four, top five, um, 48 points now, 29 games played. Um, some good football played by them. Yeah, I'd agree with you now. Um, I think that their top four hopes are probably not over yet, but I just really can't see them getting Champions League football at the moment. Obviously, Arsenal are quite a bit ahead of them with three points ahead and three games in hand. I think that brilliant for them, for uh, Yarmolenko to score, because obviously what's going on in Ukraine is terrible. And for him, he, he hasn't played for uh, four games. And uh, for him to, to get on the score sheet like that, was very very incredible, and but I think a brilliant win for West Ham, and I think that they should be looking up the table, um, into possibly Europa League spot. And Aston Villa, I think nothing to worry about, but I think now um, they should be looking up the table into possibly getting into top eight, maybe uh, leapfrogging Wolverhampton Wanderers. But I, I think that they will finish around ninth, tenth. But I think what Gerard is doing at Aston Villa is incredible. And now I think Rocco, you have something to talk about in the bottom end of the table. Yeah, um, I'd just like to say I think Norwich, as I said, have given up. So they're going down. Burnley are going down. But the two clubs that I have I've been I've found so impressive 
um, so far are have been um, Newcastle United and Aston Villa. They have turned around their season so much um, through new managers and new players and takeovers. I think it was... Um, I think it was absolutely amazing what Gerard did this January, bringing in Coutinho, bringing in Digne, and obviously um, it just overall improving that squad. Um, they have survived bottom table and they will be climbing up the table for seasons to come as well. And obviously Newcastle have escaped a 18th place. They've gone for 18th to the 14th in just a few weeks. They are definitely staying up and they are here to stay. They have been on excellent, incredible form. The mindset has changed in the Newcastle camp. And I just think it's been a, a really positive outcome for those two clubs. Now, um, an ex excellent, of course, and talking about excellence, Arsenal once again getting a win against New Leicester City this time, which just increased their hopes of top four, as we talked about. But we're going to talk about this game in particular. Oscar, would you like to talk about this one? Um, yes, and um, a brilliant, a brilliant win for uh, Arsenal here with um, Thomas Partey getting on the score sheet, which is a, a real plus for him. Obviously, it is, I think, the second goal uh, around, the, around that in, in an Arsenal shirt. So a, a brilliant, brilliant uh, goal for him. But uh, I think that Lacazette's penalty was definitely deserved. But one player who I'd really, really like to highlight is Martin Odegaard. His passing and his movement was absolutely incredible. Everything he, he touched seemed to turn to gold. It was absolutely incredible. And I do think that he, him with the top, top striker in front of him, it would be, it would be crazy. It would be very, very good. I, mean, I think there are some real exciting times for Arsenal still to come. Do you have anything on Leicester? Really bad, shocking from this season. They dropped down to 12th in the table. Um, really bad for them. And I think they have been very under par this season and they have had a very bad season. So I think that's going to be it from our Premier League predictions and, the qu and answers to the previous question. And a new question is coming up in a sec. So the question is going to be um, answered from the previous episode, from the Wonder Kid tier list episode. And the answer to that, Oscar, would you like to reveal? Yep. Mbappe's former club before Paris Saint-Germain was indeed Monaco. So very plaudits uh, to you if you got that one correct. Now we, I'm going to be introducing our next question, which is... Where did Cristiano Ronaldo score the most goals? Was it at Sporting? Was it at Manchester United? Was it at Juventus? Or was it at Real Madrid? Answer in the comments section what you think. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And obviously, if you have made it that far, I really appreciate it. Um, new episode will be coming uh, next week. Hopefully, this will be posted by at least Monday or Tuesday. So uh, we'll see you then. And this was the football cast. And thank you, everybody, for listening.